In the news today, the Troy City Council calling for a meeting next week to investigate the recently released documents about a fatal officer-involved shooting from 2016. Police in Pittsfield investigating the weekend shooting on Columbus Avenue in Pittsfield as a homicide now. And hey, it is backpack giveaway day number three. 500 backpacks have already been given away. We're live this morning in Rotterdam. Nicole Lally, Jess Briganti, and Ben Ryan are out there. We'd love to see you out there, and this continues all throughout the week. Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. I'm meteorologist Rob Lindenmuth with your Storm Tracker forecast. For today, we're going to see mostly cloudy conditions, pretty breezy as well, with a southerly wind 10 to 20 miles per hour. Now, late afternoon into the evening, we'll have to keep an eye to the sky for a few showers and thunderstorms as a cold front pushes in from the west. High today of around 77 degrees. Those showers and storms will continue into the first half of the overnight tonight and eventually tapering out and becoming dry through the overnight with partly cloudy skies. Lows tonight dropping back into the low 60s. For your Thursday, partly sunny, becoming pretty nice out there with highs back into the mid to upper 70s. And that beautiful weather continues for Friday, a high of 80 with partly sunny skies. That's a look at your forecast, and here's today's headlines. In the news today, the Troy City Council calling for a meeting next week to investigate the recently released documents about a fatal officer-involved shooting from 2016. This is the controversial case of Edson Thevenin. The council will examine how the city went about hiring a legal expert to review the police department's internal report on that shooting. The report apparently finds that Sergeant Randy French, who pulled the trigger, lied during his testimony. Now, the council has requested a copy of this review. They have not yet received one. News 10 reached out to the city about next week's meeting, when it's going to be taking place exactly so far. We have not heard back. To other news this morning, police in Pittsfield investigating the weekend shooting on Columbus Avenue in Pittsfield as a homicide now. Officers responding to reports of gunshots around 3.30 Sunday morning, finding a person shot inside a car. The victim was taken to Berkshire Medical Center, where unfortunately that person later died. Police have yet to make an arrest, but they do not believe that the public is in any danger. A broad Alban man is behind bars after allegedly making terroristic threats to local law enforcement. 56-year-old David Ferlazzo was arrested last night by Fulton County Sheriff's deputies after he allegedly told emergency services dispatch that he would, quote, probably find a deputy and kill them, take their gun, and go on a killing spree. Ferlazzo was arrested without incident and charged with making a terroristic threat. He's currently being held in the Fulton County Correctional Facility. To other news this morning, the public is asked to give their opinion about the Albany County Rail Trail Bridge Project. The DPW seeking input on proposals that provide a solution to issues related to the trail's bridge over New Scotland Road. The meeting starts at 6 tonight at the American Legion on Poplar Drive in Delmar. Albany County Sheriff Craig Apple meeting with the St. Clair's Pensioner Committee offering to make himself available to assist with their mission here. He says those former hospital workers who were notified that they wouldn't receive their pensions, it's been about a year since that happened, they need answers. And the sheriff is hopeful a forensic audit of the St. Clair's Corporation will reveal something. Stay tuned for more on that. Continuing coverage on last week's major fire on Myrtle Avenue in the city of Albany. 
that destroyed five row homes and nearly 50 people were forced out of their homes because of that. News and ABC's Jamie DeLine has been following this story from the beginning. She's in Albany this morning with how several organizations are coming together to help those who have been displaced. Jamie, good morning. Good morning. It's been a difficult week for those who lost everything in the fire. The debris under this tarp is all that's left of those five row homes here on Myrtle Ave. On Thursday night, residents were forced to quickly evacuate their homes and almost all of their belongings were completely destroyed. In the days since the fire, the community has been showing them support. And starting at 10 o'clock this morning, Capital Region Organizations Active in Disaster, a group made up of several local agencies and nonprofit organizations, will be holding a resource event to help those who lost their homes. The Red Cross has provided assistance to nearly 50 people who've been impacted, and they say anyone who's been affected by this fire, even if they've already gotten assistance from the Red Cross, is welcome to attend for additional support. Today's event will go on from 10 to 2 at Bishop McGinn High School, and donations from the community will be accepted until Friday at Bishop McGinn. But for now, reporting live in Albany, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. It is wonderful to see the community come together to help them out. Jamie, thank you. And hey, it is backpack giveaway day number three. 500 backpacks have already been given away. We're live this morning in Rotterdam. Nicole Lally, Jess Briganti, and Ben Ryan are out there. 250 more backpacks will be handed out, and of course, they're filled with that school supply starter kit. We've got two more days left. We end in Albany, and by the end, over 1,200 free backpacks will have been handed out to ease the minds of a lot of parents out there. We know how expensive back to school can be. Well, as many of you may know, uh, Popeyes came out with their own chicken sandwich, right? But they're sold out officially for now, apparently. And if you're still looking to try it, well, there's an app for that. Of course there is. Popeyes developed an app to alert you when the popular sandwich is back in stock at a Popeyes near you. The move comes after folks waited in long lines to try that sandwich. They say it's better than Chick-fil-A. Jury's still out on that one. Time now for this morning's Giving on 10. As part of an initiative to promote healthy living, the Waterville Housing Authority has started a new program that gives free lunch boxes filled with healthy snacks to young people in the community. And this Friday from 2 to 4 in the afternoon, the Housing Authority will be distributing those lunch boxes to more than 100 children. Local health and wellness organizations will also be on hand to help educate parents and children on healthy living. Officials would like to give a special thank you to all of their local sponsors who make this program possible. What a great effort and a great cause. And and let us know how people are helping in your community and giving back. All you have to do is send us the information and a photo to news at news10.com or put it on our social media pages and use that hashtag giving on 10 so we can spread the good news and get it on air and online for you. This morning, the Caribbean feeling the effects of Tropical Storm Dorian. The storm already tearing through the small French island of Martinique, leaving streets flooded and ripping down power lines. And right now, Dorian is on track to Puerto Rico, where the governor has declared a state of emergency. The U.S. territory still reeling from the devastating effects of 2017's Hurricane Maria. But this time, FEMA officials say they're ready. FEMA took a very aggressive stance for Dorian. It is the first system of the year, and we understand that the island is still very fragile. Including much of the territory's infrastructure, like its vulnerable power grid. Also of concern, many of the homes still have blue tarps covering the roof. 
ABC's Victor Okendo getting a first-hand look. When it rains, what does it look like? They're coming a lot of water. A lot of water comes in. A lot of water coming here. Residents taking no chances, scrambling to stock up on supplies. Just to have enough water and, and canting uh, food. And ahead of the storm, President Trump taking to Twitter, writing, quote, Congress approved $92 billion for Puerto Rico last year, an all-time record of its kind for anywhere. But Puerto Rico's resident commissioner says the funds Trump is referring to is not readily available and that it's a sum estimated to be delivered over 10 years. And this morning, FEMA says they have emergency personnel positioned all over the island. The warehouses are full and more than 7,000 generators are already on the ground. Meanwhile, Puerto Rico's governor says she's in close communication with the White House. Mona Kosarabdi, ABC News, Washington. Starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.